Ready to feel confident about your body? In love with fitness and health? And empowered to hit the gym? Do you need a level up? And do you need to surround yourself with a group of women with the same very goal? Imagine the life you could build if you had someone in your corner helping you in and out of the gym. Sis, you can have this. I am looking for some women to join the Growth Collective, a group program where you receive a personalized fitness program, weekly nutritional e-guides, monthly private and group calls, and access to the most expansive and empowering group chat. Applications are open right now. You can book in your one-on-one call with me for free via the link in the description. Let's talk about you, your fitness, your goals, and where you can go from here. I cannot wait to chat to you, sis. Enjoy the episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. It is your hostess with the fucking mostest, Angel Wallace-Miles. Hi, how are you going? Oh my goodness, I am not going to spend too much time rambling because you are about to listen to such a powerful, fun, exciting episode. It is actually with the community manager and lead personal trainer for Shreddy. Yes, Shreddy, the biggest fitness app, I swear, in the UK, It's honestly so incredible and also I should probably say who I'm fucking speaking to. I'm speaking to Liana Swan. She is a force to be reckoned with and truly has had such an incredible just story I guess or or, or lead up to her where she is now. You know she's not only a swimmer who swam at the fucking Olympics and the Commonwealth Games but she's also a young woman who started her own business and then she applied for this job at Shreddy, you know, this incredible opportunity and she got it. And now she works with, you know, other brands and partnerships and organizes influencer events and community events and 
honestly, she wears lots of hats within the role that she's already currently running. Oh, on top of that, also, you know, creating all the workouts for the Shreddy app and filming content. You know, she's just incredible. And what you're going to get from today's episode is really how to do it all. How do you be that person? And beyond that, we're talking confidence and motivation and discipline. And it truly is such an exciting episode to be a part of. It is not one you want to miss. So if you are loving that Gym Girl podcast, you love Liana, you love Shreddy, please pop this on your story, tag us, tag that Gym Girl podcast, tag Angel Wallace Miles. And other than that, Oh, if you feel really, really generous, feel free to give us a follow on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. <laughs> but other than that, we should get into this fucking episode, shouldn't we? Okay, enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I'm sitting you know, on a Friday evening, enjoying my glass of water, not a wine, unfortunately. And I'm here with Liana Swan, who is sitting opposite me, but also virtually. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Oh, yes. Halfway across the world. It's even jar, well, not jarring, but confusing to say it's the evening. It's I've just started my day. It's 1130 where I am in the morning. Friday is ahead of me that's exciting Friday is the best I honestly I put in my I have a group text with some of my clients and I said this is party this is like party day like let's go Friday and I was like you know what let's go wild and let's go wild for our bodies let's you know party it up let's have a hot girl gym sesh like I was trying to get in that energy and no it really stuck for that in my house, it's every day, it's, well, not every day, every Friday, we call it Fun Friday. So anything kind of goes on a Friday. We'll wake up and be like, oh, it's Fun Friday. So it could be Shake Shack burgers for dinner, movies, anything. Like everything on Friday needs to be fun. Can I just say, we don't have Shake Shack. And I frequent the UK. I've been twice this year. Shake Shack mm, 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 and Five so good. Oh, so good. So good. So I will say some days it's definitely like a Mackey's day for me and you can get so much more bang for your buck at McDonald's, but the, the yeah, a Shake Shack burger. Have I had five guys? I've had five. It's in and out that I've never had. Have you had in and out? No. That's like a, I see all the American girlies having their in and out. I would like to have an in and out burger at some yeah. point. You need to. Well, you need digress. to. You need to expand the business so that you can travel <laughs> to the US and then you get your in and out. And then we're there. We're global, baby. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, uh, Liana is the community manager and lead PT personal trainer for Shreddy, which is a fitness app. You know, you guys off- you guys offer so much, by the way. You guys aren't just a fitness app, which like, you know, I saw I follow one of your really good um, clients, Charlotte, and she posted that you guys have, you know, nutrition bars and pre-workouts and fitness equipment and all of these things. I was just like, mind blown by the fact that you're one business which does has all its fingers and all the pies no absolutely and I think I've been there I've been working for Shreddy now for like three years but it's been going a little bit longer than that I don't know your followers or lit and listeners will most most of them I'd think who would have heard of Grace Beverly oh they're mostly um American and British so absolutely um, so yeah so Grace Fit UK um in her in a few years ago but now just Grace Beverly um it's it's her fitness brand um and she is I'm not actually sure how old you are but I'm 26 so she's like she's the same age as 
us or like around us. I'm a little um, bit younger. I'm, I'm a child. I'm 22. Oh my gosh. That, well, but so, and so was that still, she's like OG Gymshark athlete YouTuber. Did you, were you I just following? Yeah. Yeah. So I just got that, the tail end of that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was basically, so because we're such a similar age, I kind of, when she was at uni, I was at uni. So I grew up like watching and following her um, and seeing all of her success with her businesses and obviously Tala as well. Um, and I, I can, I will get on to how I, I, how I got the job, but even yeah, seeing it advertised at the time, I was like, I feel like I know so much about this. And then now being part of it, it's, it's just keeps like growing and growing. And yeah, our most recent thing is our, is our protein bars, which are now in Sainsbury's, which might not mean too much to you <laughs> in Australia, but they're in, they're in Sainsbury's in the UK for anyone looking yeah. to try one. Sainsbury's is a very well-known grocery store. Also, UK grocery stores are weird. There's like tiers where like, you know, you've got like Tesco's and you go up to the next one and then there's like Sainsbury's and Waitrose. I had no idea. Here in Australia, we just have like stock standard. There is no tiers. Cool. What 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 are your, what is it like one shop or lots of different shops? We have three main ones. We have Aldi, which is like, you know, everybody oh, yeah. for a bargain. Yeah. I love Aldi. Yeah. And then we have Woolworths and Coles and that's the two main ones. Woolworths that sounds like it's I feel like we used to have Woolworths or something like, it didn't go on. but now it's the same Woolworths that you have mm-hmm. and that's where you do your like groceries I'm a Coles gal Coles yeah haven't heard of, well I think I've heard of Coles but I don't know what that that's fascinating but yeah you're right there's like six or seven tiers and you can I think people are quite loyal to their supermarkets a lot of the time I have a little Tesco's by me so I am a Tesco's gal but now that we're stocked in Sano's, it's got to be Sano's. <laughs> now, obviously, we've already started talking about food, which doesn't surprise two gym girls. <laughs> and Classic. Classic. talking about being gym girls and all of that, I want to start because, okay, the preface of that gym girl, and I, I've always liked to kind of give a little summary because some people might see that gym girl and be like, oh, my God, she's that girl. She's so perfect and aesthetic. No, there's the complete, like, antithesis, the complete opposite. So that gym girl is every human being who has their own story and lifts weights. And so for me, there's no shape, there's no size, no color, there's no fucking background. Like she's whoever you are and whoever you desire to be. So I really wanna know, what's your why? Like, why are you a gym girl? And maybe you're not necessarily a gym girl, but why do you move your body? It's, I love being, that you've asked this because it's made me really think about it. And I think everybody needs, at times to just have a step back and be like, hold on, like, what is my why? And like, why am I doing this? Because you can just kind of keep ticking away as you are without just like having that little goals check in. And and it, and it was glad that you asked because it made me realize at the moment I'm moving. And when I do move my body and when I go to the gym or go for a run, there's not a big, huge overall goal in my life at the moment, or I've not got this one, I need to do this by this, And I think there's been so many times in my life in the past where I have had that, whether it's to deadlift a hundred kilos or we'll go into it, but swimming was such a big thing for me. And that was always so goal focused and time focused. Um, And now that I am 26 and in London and working and nine till six, my life doesn't necessarily even really revolve around when I work out and what I do and, I always really try to make sure that I've got time with it, like time for it. But it's more of if I show up and when I show up, it's like, well, what do I 
feel good doing, what's going to make me feel good doing it. Some days I might be like literally going for it, heavy, sweating. Some days I might rock up and I'm like, I'm not in the mood, but I know. And because I've been doing this now for years, that it makes me feel better. I feel like more confident in myself or the feeling of getting stronger or feeling empowered is a lot more my why now rather than anything really to do with how I look or well mainly just how I look it's it's still it's a lot of I know it's going to make me feel better after I do this some days will be 100% some days might not be some days I might not go at all yeah. but it's just like now so built into my routine that it's just like brushing your teeth like I know throughout the week there's going to be times where I move my body which is like a nice place to be for me at the moment yeah I love that so much and I think the important thing that you said was the mix between performance physique and mental health wise and so mm. that I mean look you're allowed to want to go to the gym because you want to be hot like let, don't get me wrong like it's a good byproduct I'm not complaining like she helps but the other main aspect for me is the mental and the performance space you know the idea of feeling strong being strong was there a time in your life where you didn't move your body much and you realized you know the impact it made or have you always been this active human being no like that's the thing and I think with me almost because my job is still so related to fitness and I go to the gym every week to film stuff for, or film reels or TikToks for Shreddy. That even I think as a content creator, like even yourself, like some days I, it's not a workout. Like I will have just purely turned up, set my tripod up. I need to film educational content. And that, I mean, it's so good. I'm still moving, but it's like not necessarily my workout. Um, and definitely even in the last three years of me working this more like structured job and role and having these set hours, I've realized like, yeah, it, it doesn't just seamlessly fit into my life like it did when I was a PT on the gym floor. Um, and that's so okay. And like, there will be, and there have been times, especially like when I first started or if there's a really busy period at work, that I'm like, this isn't, like, I can't factor this in and it's almost like more stressful trying to make the effort to go down or my gym at a lot of times like kind of far away and I'm like I don't want that 40 minutes or 50 minute commute um and and when you get out and I'm sure you'll know this when you get out of that routine sometimes it can be so tricky whoever you are even if it's been part of my whole life getting back into it and like starting again it's all I even I I still find it like quite daunting starting again if I've had a few weeks off or like uh, like a month off um so now is what I try to do is just always keep ticking over and have that like something is better than nothing it's definitely not every day but it might be going out for 20 minutes run walk see how you feel but I know that I feel like better after I've done a little bit of movement I love that so much. I actually have the analogy of, I don't watch Formula One, but <laughs> I somehow came up with the analogy of it. Um, of basically, the gym is you in a Formula One car, you know, and you have to take pit stops. You might break down and you might just be crawling because you got, I don't know, one wonky wheel or something. And that's okay. You know, majority of the time you're doing your laps, you're just on the go doing your thing consistently, but sometimes you do need to pit stop. So I think often people say, you know, I've fallen off of the bandwagon. That's the one I hear. I've fallen off on track. All oh, I'm like, you haven't fallen off on track. You just pause. So you're just in a pit stop and it's okay. And it makes it easier to jump back in. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think life is so 
up and down. Like it can't, if you were always consistently on the up, I don't know, we'd all be running marathons every week and lifting thousands of kilos, but it can't always be like progress, progress, progress. And life has so many other plans for you. Like some days or some weeks, it's just working out isn't the top priority. And I know for especially, I mean, I don't have kids or anything like that, but there must be so many times where other things just take priority and like your fitness journey. I think you preach this as well. It's just not this one or two month blast. It's, it's forever. And I think when I took that pressure off myself of being like, Oh gosh, I've missed a week, like a week in the whole grand scale of my life. And that I know that I'm going to be training forever is, is nothing. And it's like exactly what you said is so true. It's a, it's a pit stop. It's not a full breakdown. It might be a breakdown, but it's not a, it's not an end. Yeah, <laughs> you get back exactly. in. You get back yeah. in I love that. And I think, I hope you resonate with this because this is going a bit off tangent, but I was listening to a podcast by Mel Robbins. Also Mel Robbins, she's fucking amazing. If you ever listen to her podcast, like, please go do, she doesn't need any more clout from me, but she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> She's incredible. Anywho, I was listening to her PMS and men- menopause episode and they started talking about the menstrual cycle. And so I'm actually a pharmacy student about to be finished. And the menstrual cycle is so important. You know, we learn all the nitty gritties and it makes me think women don't realize what week they're in or how close they are to their period or not close and whether they're on the pill and how that affects their want to gym or whether they should just like chill out and do like a Pilates slow sesh. And yeah. we you know, I have clients say to me, oh, last week was a really tough week. And I was like, where are you in your menstrual cycle? And that'll tell me, you know, that'll often correlate. Not all the time, but often. Yeah. How does, does Shreddy ever take that into, you know, this is just me being nosy. Does Do you and Shreddy take that into account? Yeah, we've definitely had lots of talks about it. And I think with social media these days, like things definitely do get like more trending and then less yeah. trending. But like at the moment, um, and especially like quite a few months ago was when we first started talking about this. Um, is this idea or like the acknowledgement that your period or your menstrual st- cycle does have an effect on how you're feeling, your moods, your strength, your hunger levels, your fatigue levels. Um, and that's being aware of that. It's, it's almost like as women, and I'm sure like the podcast that you were talking about would have talked about it as well, but like as women, it's just not been looked at or thought about for so long or even acknowledged. It's like, this is this thing that happens and we just get on with it um, without very much even like research or knowledge about what this has actually doing to our bodies and our hormones. Um, at Shreddy, yes, we've definitely spoken about it. And now on the app, at the moment, we currently don't talk exclusively, like these are workouts to do on your period or these are workouts for this phase. Because I mean, I, I there's so women like there's so many different analogies and we do do a lot of period uh, medication no we don't (laughs) a lot of period education on on shreddy and it always goes down so well just giving people an insight about their cycles but inevitably in all these cases there will be comments being like oh but I feel I feel like this whereas we've said you might feel like this so it's really not a one-size fits all and I think for me at the moment to be like this is what you should be doing at this point and this and then so you do Pilates in this cycle or when your estrogen is higher I I'm not fully fully on board with that yet because of how different everybody feels and I'd be much more inclined to be like 
check in with yourself and really get to know yourself because I could be saying I feel so strong the first week of my period and other people be like listen I'm not getting out of bed that we or like that those first few days and that's totally fine I think the most important thing on this is knowing yourself and playing around with it seeing how it feels like right actually tracking and writing things down because if you don't track or acknowledge you'll just carry on doing the same thing and almost like you said your client like beating yourself up a week where it's clear why you you aren't feeling 100%. And if you were feeling 100% every week, like I said, we'd all be... Friggin' the climbing strongest. the mountain. <laughs> it's, yeah, like um, the hulks, uh, because we're so, we've been like progressing all the time. So instead of having these designated, you need to be doing this on this week of your cycle, especially because I come from such an intense training background, um, I was swimming and we can go into it, but I was swimming like eight times a week. So me when I did get my period when I was younger there was unfortunately whether or not it's right or not is that there was no way that I was going to turn up to swimming and be like "Mm, I'm just going to take it a little bit easy today like no no you're not but as a regular everyday person and trainer like I definitely think that you just you need to know yourself and do what feels right for you like pushing yourself 100% in the gym week in week out it's just knackering whatever even as a man man like you don't need to be doing that. Yeah. And let's talk about the swimming. I know you've mentioned it twice so far and I'm keen to get into it because guys, I stalk my guests. Like I genuinely <laughs> stalk. I'm like looking at everything. Like there'll be guests who are like, how do you, why, how do you know that? I'm like, I have to know that because I got to know no you. One knows. Yeah. <laughs> now guys, Leanna has a fucking Wikipedia page. Like <laughs> that is some Beyonce type, Grace Beverly, Chrissy Chella type. <laughs> Ish. like she's got a fucking wikipedia page i don't know if you made it yourself i'm not gonna no. okay make it... yeah whatever anyway wikipedia was telling me and linkedin all of the things um you actually competed for swimming you know you're representing pakistan in the commonwealth yeah. games the olympic games firstly wow that's incredible <laughs> so fucking cool um how did you get into swimming and what was your relationship with you know fitness as a kid I know you just said you trained what eight times a week like let's talk about that yeah gosh we'll go back a while now I think I said to you before the start of school it does feel like a lifetime ago and I I'm not currently swimming very much um but 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 yes we shall talk about a quick one on the Wikipedia page I did not make it myself (laughs) I don't know who I really don't know who has made it like I've asked my mum like seriously tell me what this is she's like no but it's I've had it it's been around since I was in school because that's sorry my dishwasher just just beeping um I've had it since I was in school and that because that's when I was swimming and competing um at this level and as you can imagine in school like when your friends find it it's like it's not it's not a cool thing it's not a cool thing at all it's like it's like it's just so funny and I don't know if you've seen but it's really easy to edit I for one haven't edited it but like when I was in school my friends you can edit it there was like my dating history on there at one point or like Liana you can it's funny. It was really funny to me. And it still blows my mind a little bit. Like, why do I have a Wikipedia page? And what what is it doing? But it's, yeah, it's cool. If anyone needs to know about me, I oh, haven't actually checked so long. I don't know if it's accurate. Wait, I'm going to add featured on that Gym Girl podcast on the weekend. <laughs> I don't know who needs to approve or anything, but go go for it. Shout out that Gym Girl podcast. That's so funny. And recently seen on and put the link in there as well. Um, 
but yes, swimming. Gosh, we take, I take you back. So I have always been one of those annoying kids in PE that is just like kind of sporty and kind of loves it. And I love my PE lessons. My best friend in school was the complete opposite. Like PE, no, it's like the worst subject. Or she was actually brilliant at it and she's super fit, but just wasn't enjoyable. Whereas for me, like I would be, sports day was my favorite day. And she'd be like, I am not turning up. So I've always been into sport and I think I could I I definitely would credit my parents for that they've always been pretty active themselves like ever since I was born like they've always gone out with their friends and just played some friendly tennis matches my mum still will go down or if she's back in the UK visiting I grew up in the Middle East in Dubai but so in Dubai she'll she'll go down multiple times a week and just make sure she does like her 30 minute swim and it's not super intense or anything but it's like she knows that she needs to move she will like row 3k every day just like to keep herself ticking over so I've always been in this environment of like movement and activity and since we were young my brother and I they then got us into playing tennis and swimming and we both used to play tennis and swim the weather obviously is absolutely gorgeous in the UK in liar and not in the UK in the Middle East Um, so Yeah, in Dubai. Um, so so that was never it was kind of an all round, all year season thing of swimming and playing tennis. Um, and as I got older, you, we kind of just like found our niches. Like my brother is a really good tennis player and he he kind of dri- drifted off just into solely playing tennis. Um and for me, there came a point when I was swimming and I was swimming in school competitions or doing like swimming galas, and I was getting like better, or it was quite clear that I was decent or I could I could swim and like hold my own um when I moved to Dubai I joined a swimming club and it was a lot more serious than anything that I had done before before I was just doing like after school swimming with my school with the majority of like the other kids and then when I moved to Dubai there was a proper this like establishment swimming school and club so I would I started swimming there and I started just on like two or three times a week after school and quite soon it just built and built and I was around all these other kids doing exactly the same but it built to like five times a week and then as I said eight times and that meant swimming before school at five o'clock in the morning going to school going home wolfing some lunch down and then going back to the pool Um, and as that was just kind of like progressing it yeah it was just more and more I was obviously training a lot um my mum is from Pakistan and so we used to in Dubai we used to get have quite a good good level of like swimming competitions that would come out um one of those being the world championships and so my mum got in touch with the Pakistani Swimming Federation um when I was like 12 and then through that I started going over to Pakistan to swim in nationals um and to do competitions there and it just kind of, yeah, snowballed. My mum was super helpful because I didn't have any experience in knowing what would go on. But it then, yeah, snowballed into me. Like I've been to China with her and we went to Russia and Barcelona. And it was just, yeah, this this years of internationally kind of like representing Pakistan swimming, um, which was brilliant. And I got to see so much of the world and so many experiences. Um, one of those was, the Commonwealth Games. <clears throat> so that was in 2014 in Glasgow. Um, I was like, what was I like, 16? Um, and funny story about this, I actually don't know 
how many people know this or if it's that appropriate, but I, I, I knew I was coming to Glasgow to swim in the Commonwealth Games. And I was at this age at 16 where it's kind of like, all my friends are doing one thing. I'm having to train, be home early and like wake up early to swim. And they're at the age where it's like parties and boyfriends and fun. Um, and so I'm, I'm feel, I do feel really lucky that I was able to try and keep that balance as much as possible. So I worked out, I think I like worked out a deal with my mum. It was the Commonwealth Games are in the summer. So it would mean in my summer holidays, I would continue training. But two weeks before that, I was like, right, if I'm going to be in Glasgow, can I at least go to this festival in Scotland with my friends? Um, and she was like, yep. But as soon as you're done with that, you're going to be like back back in the pool and we're going to be back training for this. This is massive. And it was massive. Um, but I was, yeah, two weeks before at my very first festival in the UK at Tea in the Park with my friends. Like my poor body was like, what have you done? <laughs> this is not what we're used to, this, this lifestyle. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, swimming was a, a huge, huge part of my life and has like laid so many foundations for the way I know my body, what I'm used to, how I eat, like what I know my body reacts to and I think as hard and as tough as it was and by the end of swimming and like I was 21 no I wasn't I was 20 or 19 when I finished when I got out of the pool at the Olympics and that was it that was enough for me by that point it'd been since I was like 11 12 to 19 20 a lot of swimming um and by that point I was done but I am looking back on it super grateful for that experience because it's helped me in so many ways and even subconsciously eating or training I just have this really solid kind of like foundation now of putting in all of that work years ago that yeah. now I kind of chill a little bit. <laughs> I love that and so how did you go from you know being this disciplined hardcore you know training wise human being to then stepping back and being like, well, what do I want? And then going into being self-employed as a PT, like how did that decision occur? Oh, it was, I think at the time it wasn't with a huge plan. So when I went to the Olympics and when I was swimming, it was in my first year of university and I was at university in Loughborough. So I did my swimming and for the first year, that's what I was doing. But when I finished and got out of the pool at Rio, I was like, okay, I, I don't, I don't think I want to swim anymore. First of all, because I don't know where I'm going to go from here, but because like, I just need to, this has been so much of my life. Like I need to try something different. So there definitely was this kind of crossover where I had just stopped swimming and lost a lot of structure and discipline in that side. And I was in a new country on my own for the first time at university. So it was definitely a bit of time finding that balance of like oh no I maybe shouldn't have McDonald's every day <laughs> because I could and like no one was there to tell me not to um but I think it's important and it's fun or like eat I was eating like so many sweets and I still love sweets like they're my favorite thing and I didn't have them or I was quite strict with that when I was growing up so there was this kind of weird interim period of me being like oh gosh, what do I do with my time now? And I started, I joined the athletics club at in Loughborough, which is so intense. Loughborough is like full of just absolute athletes. And I was like, oh, I just wanted a bit of a social, but I did a bit of that. And then I was like, did a bit of pole. So I was just, I was just kind of going about trying. I, I, I knew I needed to do something physical, not, not because 
of how I wanted to look or anything, but just because I know that that's what makes me feel good. And I'm not the most creative. I don't really have an outlet of painting or creating things. My one is sport and I'm and I'm so fine with that. And then eventually I started going to the gym and it seems like really strange, but when I was swimming, all my training was like in the pool or we'd call it like land training. And it was like a lot of abs and core work on the side of the pool. So when I was, I only got into the gym properly when I was like 20, 21. And it still seems like quite a far away point now, but thinking about like learning like first like barbell squats and using the Smith machine versus a barbell. And it was just kind of going through that. I joined a pure gym, shout out pure gym. I think they're brilliant. And then I, and and I, (laughs) they're just like a classic and they do the job. They've got everything you need. Um, and and I was I was just kind of learning and doing my own as everyone is finding their way in the gym at university. I did sports science at university, so it all kind of like tied in. And then after when I graduated, I was more just like, oh, I'm not sure where I want to go with this or what I'm going to do with my sports science degree. I think I I did like a it was sports science and management, so there was still like a marketing and business yeah. module and courses on the side of that. So I knew eventually I wanted to probably go into something like sports marketing or something along those lines. But I, I just, I felt really young still. And I was like, I'm not ready for a full time at the time, what I called like a proper job, which was like a nine to six or nine to five. I take that back now because then I I was like, well, I'm going to do my personal training qualification. I think it's going to, it's always going to be a skill that I would I can keep and I will always have even if I'm not using it I might want to travel and I could probably stay somewhere with my person and 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 personal training and and coach classes and I really love being around people so I did my personal training qualification when I graduated um and then moved up to Edinburgh to work in a gym there because my best friend was still at university there and and I was just like well I'm just going to do this for a year while she finishes but I ended up like absolutely loving working on the gym floor, having my clients, being around people. And I would I would honestly say, you'll know from working with clients, but that one-to-one experience on the gym floor, I, I, I learned like so, so much in that first year that I still use now about what it's like to actually train people whereas like I think it's quite easy to be if you if you haven't ever worked with someone one-on-one to forget about your own history or like I see sometimes like split squats or single leg RDLs are being put in a beginner's or a beginner gym guide and I'm like oh hold on like do you have you ever like worked with someone one-on-one and like tried to go through that they're really advanced movements and going through a hip hinge and stuff like that and working alongside other personal trainers who also know so much it was just such an invaluable part of like my life and my education and my shaping of training other people because it's definitely not a one size fits all and what works for me might not work for you or for someone else um and being able to like yeah work with different people and apply that was just like super super invaluable to me and I just absolutely loved it yeah and I completely agree in terms of I went how did I do it so I did a little bit of in-person PT and then I went online full-time because I was traveling so I I did three months in Europe um over winter which was really fun super super cool um the UK was fucking freezing like y'all did not show up it was oh 
No, winter. Don't come in the winter. <laughs> I came in the summer and there wasn't even any sun. Oh. Shit too. <laughs> we've just we've just had that. There's been no summer, non-existent. <laughs> um, anyway, I am now working in person and online, and I have to say, if there's any, I know there's a few PTs who listen to this. Honestly, please work in person a little bit, a little bit at least before or even during whilst you're doing your online business because it's literally taught me so much. And like the RDL, oh my gosh, teaching an RDL is so tricky sometimes and actually saying hips back, hips back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sometimes I say hips back, hips back. Don't leave yeah, yeah. Like, it is and it really is and I think that from a business standpoint from PT's um, perspective to those girls who are listening who are PTs you know actually being there and being able to touch your client and move them is really really cool and then you can verbalize that online and for my girls who are beginner gym girls and you know are definitely not PTs get yourself a coach or even you know go into the gym and ask the receptionist, hey, like, do you have a recommendation? Or ask one of your friends who are regular gym goers um, because online's great. Having an online coach is fantastic. Having an online uh, app is fantastic. But also getting someone to show you in person is really vital. No, I, I honestly, I really, I couldn't agree more on how much you learn, yeah, in that in that in-person space and like you said to anyone that's new or starting off their journey especially I mean when I was younger when I was in in university the last thing that I was that was in my budget or that I was able to pay for was like a full-time personal trainer or coach but like you said debt like there's if you can just do one or two sessions or taster sessions and I know I don't know um if some of the gyms in Australia or America offer this but in the UK, especially in like a pure gym, for example, you can book on for free for like a, a taster session with a personal trainer or like a gym introduction and just ask them to go through some of those movements. It will make you feel so much more confident and empowered when you are in the gym. But also like there's just little bits that you get from that in-person interaction of form cues and things that you're missing. It's so good and helpful. And now with online, we've got so many advancements in check-ins and watching videos which is so brilliant you can see a lot like that um there's just this extra little element of being in person and working with different bodies and different people to work like oh this cue isn't working for this person and you need to think of something else rather than sometimes online that just can get missed a little bit and you're just saying the same thing saying the same thing and it's not just not going to hit right with someone but if you switch it up or you say maybe we try this pop these under your heels or whatever it is 
is really, really invaluable. So like you said, yeah, to any online gym coaches listening, um, even if it's just going with your friend to the gym and taking them through a session and seeing and experiencing that and maybe getting them to try something new, you can really level up your own coaching skills and ability, um, just knowing how different bodies work and move. Yeah, and it's really exciting that we're talking about this because you you work for Shreddy, you are the lead PT, you are the community manager. That's so, so cool. Like I'm, I'm kind of fangirling because it's really fucking <laughs> cool. Like it's actually wicked. The fact that you work with, you know, such an awesome mission driven company. Um, and I think what I would really love to know, you know, how did you end up at Shreddy? You know, you're, I'm looking at what you've chatted about today. You had the swimming in Dubai, in Dubai with your mum, taking you to China, Russia, wherever. Then you go up to Glasgow, you're parting it up. You're at the Commonwealth game. <laughs> then you go, you know, back to Edinburgh and you're doing your business. Like where in the world did Shreddy fit into this? Well, you're right. I do have to pinch myself. I do feel very lucky. It's a, it's an, it's an incredible brand and to be working, it's, I work predominantly with all women. Um, yeah, our, 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 <laughs> it, it's brilliant. And our we have um, one man on our team who is an angel. Like he manages us um, and he's our commercial director, but he's just absolutely fabulous. And I'm sure he's learned so much about working with so many women, especially in fitness. We, like I said, talk a lot about periods and training and all of this and what's the best sports bras so yeah no very very lucky experience he's just taking notes for his wife um but so yeah as I'm sure a lot of people in the fitness industry especially but probably across all industries my whole life got turned completely upside down when COVID hit and lockdowns and pandemics um, so yeah, like, but basically from this story, I was happily working with my clients in a gym in Edinburgh, had my own business. It's very much like a self-employed model, um, and didn't really have any massive plans to divert from that. If anything, I was thinking, like, I'm sure everybody in their personal training journey goes to onto how to get a little bit more online and to move some people into online clients and how you can kind of like grow your own business like that. Um, and I went on holiday in at the start of March. And when I came back to Edinburgh, I had about a week's of worth and then work. What am I trying to say? A week's worth of work. And then slowly there was all these news articles things shutting down. We stayed open at a pure gym for quite a while, actually. But slowly it just became so clear that like, oh, the country is like locking down. Like we're shutting down. Some of my clients, a lot of them were like Edinburgh uni students. They were trying to get home or at least like parents being like, stay in, like don't come to the gym. So I slowly just saw everything reeling back. And then one day there, there was the announcement like two weeks or maybe it was three weeks initially shut it down like we're not doing anything um and that that was I mean it was a shock it was a huge shock and and being in that personal training self-employed model it kind of meant that I didn't have this thing that we had over here called like furlough or like I wasn't being paid by my by a company just to like carry on but my I was living with my brother at the time and for him I'm, I'm I think it was it was definitely stressful but he was still getting like a percentage of his salary um, for me, it just turned into completely upside down. I couldn't see my clients anymore. It was immediately whether I liked it or not, even though I was thinking about it, was just trying to move everybody 
online as soon as possible, trying to work out how to still do these sessions and how to still have a bit of an income coming in. Um, and we did, we made it work. My boyfriend's a personal trainer as well. So we were doing this together and setting up True Coach or Trainerize or like all these apps and trying to work out how to do this online, Zoom calls. Eventually we lived, we had like a really lovely open space near us. So when it did open up a little bit, we had our clients coming down to this space. We had bought like barbells and plates and we were literally just trekking there and back with all this stuff. Um, but I think slowly I'd realized like my, what I was used to and what I loved had changed so much. Um, and I did stick at it for quite a while, but when it came to the point where the gyms were reopening, everything was kind of like taped up in boxes. I just had this bit of, it wasn't a little bit, I actually would be open enough to say like mentally just so drained and like lost and confused. And I think I'd, I'd had to realize like, oh gosh, what I know and what is my stability can be turned upside down so quickly um, that maybe I just need a little bit of time to think about like what I can do and what my, if I'm going to change career, if I'm going to have the bit more of more stability within my career, what can I do? So I ended up just having a bit of a big pause. I told my clients, like, I'm afraid just need a pause on this. I'm going to go home to Dubai for a few months. And I really just took that time to rest and it felt like in that period of lockdown was just thinking constantly like how am I gonna afford to pay my rent and to get new clients and do this and do this and set up websites and you've got a few questions about my website I actually like that was all set up in lockdown it was a whole project of building that on Wix and trying to set that up I I haven't actually looked at it in so long I probably should take it out of my bio but um it was it was all that but by the end of it I was just so so drained so I just needed a little bit of time to reset rethink about my priorities and where I wanted to be um and then that meant just looking at LinkedIn and Indeed and just having a little look at what was out there like maybe it was time that I looked a bit more into something that I had a regular paycheck in and maybe down more of my degree and sports marketing side of things so I was looking and looking and anyone who's been looking for jobs like it's not a easy or fun or relaxing experience it's like you get up even if you don't have a job like looking for a job is your full-time job um so it was a lot of applications um and then eventually I I saw on LinkedIn like just a just an advert job advert for like Shreddy personal trainer and I was like what like I know like I've heard of Shreddy I've heard of Grace I'm a personal trainer I know it's an app I don't really know how it'll work but I I just thought like listen like at this point you don't ask, you don't get, or you don't apply. You've got, I've got absolutely nothing to lose. I didn't have high expectations. I was like thousands and thousands of people must have seen this job and, and applied for this job. Um, but I did it anyway. And then I went, and I went through that interview process and to second stage interviews and then the task still kind of like, I don't think I can get this. Like this seems so big. Um, but I did. <laughs> and it's probably one of my biggest, like, just have faith in yourself, you can do this sort of, or, or just at least put yourself out there. It might not work out. And there's been times I wanted to work for Nike and I went so far in this and then didn't get it. And it can be so devastating, but ultimately you've not, you've never lost anything from just putting yourself out there. And this one really made me realize from how much doubt I thought I had of my experience levels or what I could bring to the company. Like you always have something and so I applied I got that 
and the role itself has just evolved and evolved and evolved and it it's definitely not personal training and my title isn't even just shreddy personal trainer anymore um but it's been yeah like a, a roller coaster but three years of just kind of like adding and building on that role to where it is now of leading on and writing all the fitness content on the app and on socials but now also just like getting more involved in the community and app functionality side of things like now that there thankfully is no lockdowns and pandemics and isolation how can we really bring this amazing community to in life to like to life in person and we've got such a big community in London I'm just trying to figure out now how how we bring that together in London and get more people involved that way in person yes that's so exciting oh my gosh that's just like the doesn't it just warm your heart when you like see your community members it literally just like I can't explain the feeling but it just like warms my it just fills my entire heart and so it must be so nice for you as well because it's your yet your own ones they're showing up for you that that you've built such a lovely community as well (laughs) it's so lovely but I really want to know and I don't take this the wrong way like what what is what is your job like what do you do on an average day because I see PT and I see community manager and I'm like what does that mean I know. And I actually have a bit of trouble like putting this into words because it is so varied. And every day, the thing that I actually really love about my job is that I couldn't tell you a standard like day, week to week, because it's so different every time. So like if I was to talk about this week, for example, um, we've just had Um, our big challenge event so the shreddy challenge is underway if you don't know what the shreddy challenge is it's we do a huge push and challenge all together three times a year of three brand new guys with our incredible trainers and like tens of thousands of people get involved in this challenge and it's just a huge community of girls doing their workouts together smashing their goals together and it's not at all meant to be oh you do this eight weeks and you're done but it's a great way if you have fallen off or you're just looking to kickstart your goals when you've got all these people doing it with you and all these women supporting you and sharing your goals and you shared them with them it's so encouraging and it's just like this really great boost so we do that three times a year and alongside that we have an event with our influencers um that promote the challenge and help support the girls in their own fitness journeys so Tuesday we had that down at a gym in London and so for that for me was what workout do we do how do we run that workout it was with 25 press and influences how do we make sure we're getting good content but also the girls are enjoying themselves and they're meeting and they're getting a taste for the shreddy community um and after that it was like a Q&A kind of interaction with Grace herself she was talking about productivity and setting goals and what the challenges mean so then I very luckily get to sit with her and have a bit of a chat with her in front of everybody about how to go about that I've got a lovely relationship with her now it's been three years so I feel like yeah really comfortable just having a chat and it's really valuable for them to hear about her fitness journey as well so that was our shreddy event um sorting out like goodie bags with quite a small team so everybody pulls in in different ways I also have a big I work closely with the app developers at the moment. So obviously I am no developer myself, but because I'm so involved with the community and what they 
the people that use the app and if there's new features that we're doing, it's a lot of like testing, what new features can we have? What's gonna make it easier for women to stick to their fitness journey? Like how we, how can we make this app the one-stop shop for people to make their fitness journey as seamless as possible um, and as smooth as possible. So whether it's new features or, or we've set up a brilliant little testing group for, for the community, for a small group of people to test new features before they come out to say like, is this working? Is it not to test new guides? Um, so that's like the app side of things. Apps are ongoing and an ongoing piece of work. I'm sure it's, it's yeah, a lot a big learning curve for me, but also something that I've never had to think about or touch really. So, so it's trying a lot of new things and a lot of new experiences. Um, I also then work closely with the Shreddy trainers who are three incredible women. I was just about uh, to ask this because I'm so curious, like, do they write their programs? Do you write the program? I want to know. They, so it's their programs. They have, we have three main training styles on Shreddy called Strong, Transform and Balance. Um, and before we've had the trainers on board with Shreddy now for coming up to two years. So in the first year before they joined, it was me writing all of the fitness content. And now, and, and that was brilliant and I really enjoyed it. I still very much enjoy it. But this like collaborative, everyone has a different style of training and one size definitely doesn't fit all. And that's definitely what I had to realize coming from personal training, very much personal and one-to-one -to, -one, to an app with hundreds and thousands of people using. It's never gonna be that full-on one-to-one tailored experience and people enjoy different things. So now that we have the trainers, people you can you can just find what works for you and find something in a training style that you love so I will then when it's a challenge or when it's time for a new guide I work really really closely with the trainers more so because I know what's capable on the app but then it's like hearing what their favorite training styles is at the moment what they're enjoying what they're loving what they've been trying that's getting them progress and we'll sit down together and create the new program whether it's six weeks eight weeks twelve weeks and test it or like maybe that doesn't work that exercise of that isn't great give it to other people to try so it's very much a team effort but it's their they're the face of it they're it's their goals it's what they enjoy doing and they can put it out to their community and the shreddy community i have obviously just been working there for so long that i know just like the ins and outs uploads things like that but it's yeah it's their it's their guys especially with phoebe she comes in and films hours worth of balance flows and Pilates like in days um and it's just incredible watching her just work and flow she doesn't get tired it's mad <laughs> so how do you pick a trainer like what is it you who picks the trainer or is the, I guess it's a team but like how do you look at someone and go yes I've decided you are going to help me train and transform thousands of women I mean, that's such a good question. And yeah, it's definitely a team effort and we go through quite a few rounds. It feels like quite a long time ago now, actually, that we found our three, our brilliant three shreddy trainers. Um, and it it it's a it's a combination of a lot of things, I think. It's it's having the ability to motivate and inspire your own audience, which they do so, so well. And it's having a knowledge of training and experience of training. All three of them have very different fitness journeys and experiences all which are so valuable to all of the women that follow and use shreddy everyone will be able to relate to different aspects um 
of course, having a good presence on social media, but also on camera and recording a lot of the campaigns that we do of voiceovers and showing personality. And at the end of the day, whether you're a trainer or or just a personality on, or, or even a personality on Instagram, people buy into you and the person that you are and the knowledge that you're putting out and the information that you're putting out or even just the personality and the humor that you're putting out um and obviously as a brand that's so key and important to have people who have the same goals and mentality and just like as you do as an ethos as a brand and are able to bring that on and also like send it out to so much more people and bring in their followers as well and following and get everybody involved in that together. So there definitely isn't a one size fits all, like this is what a shreddy trainer needs to be. It's it's someone who, yeah, is able to really motivate and inspire their audience with a brilliant training knowledge. Um, it's not actually about followers. Like if you see the three of them, there's the complete, or everyone's different areas. Even myself, like I'm just a small little account, but <laughs> knowledge is invaluable um and being able to all three of them are obviously qualified personal trainers who've worked with clients um and really know what it's like to be at so many different stages of your fitness journey and for me it's such an honor and so helpful to be working with with them as you can imagine like after a while writing 12 different guides how was the 13th one different or new or how we do we bring something in so like as a team and a collective effort it's just yes such a lovely environment to bounce off ideas and be like what worked with your clients what hasn't what can we try that's new what ultimately will help women stick to this and grow and progress in their own fitness journeys without the huge huge price tag at the moment yes a hundred percent and that's such an important thing to hear because in the fitness world, you think, you know, PTs, high price tag, da, 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 da. So knowing that you have these options like the shreddies of the world who can give us the access. Now, I know we're coming to an hour, so we need to, like, we're, we're <laughs> just talking. No, I'm obsessed. Like, I love this. But if you need to get somewhere, you let me know. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I have, yeah, some time. Don't you worry. We yeah all good all good for a little bit okay okay don't worry we won't be doing too much longer because wow we we can talk you and me sis we can talk. i'm so <laughs> sorry yeah shut me up whenever no i'm obsessed with it there's there's something i really want to talk about though because i think the shreddy community and that gym girl community are going to be surprised when i say these words so this is what was on your old website that you had when you know you were doing your business and it doesn't <laughs> exist anymore so we're going to pretend the website's not there but <laughs> You said that you don't believe in restriction diets and, you know, you you won't entertain the idea of having a cheat meal and you enjoy your wine, you enjoy your cheese, you enjoy your sweets that you said or lollies and you're still on track for your goals and you're still driving in the F1 car down the road and you're still on track despite having one hand on the wheel and one hand in a bag of lollies. And fucking Haribos. <laughs> yeah, literally. I fucking love Haribos. Holy moly. Like tan fantastics. We don't have them here. And they're so good. They're so good. I know. It's literally like I'm shredding a tear. I'm already using the word shreddy. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> now, I'm obsessed with these words. So let's talk about, there's a listener who's just heard me say this. Be like, no, no, Angel, I need to overtrain. I need to undereat. That's how I become a gym girl. Like, what is your perspective on that? And how can someone who's listening have the wine, have the cheese, have the chocolate and still be on track? 
No, absolutely. And I think like hearing those words again, I, I it still rings true with me. I don't believe in restriction diets and I don't believe that you need to cut all of this stuff out, your wine, your sweets, the occasional burger. Like it, that's not, it's not only that it's not fun, it's not realistic. And like we've spoke about the start of this podcast is that it's not uh, this quick fix one one stop you've got a month and you're gonna and then it's done and your fitness journey's done it's ongoing and if you're thinking like okay well I'm never gonna be able to eat now that I've started the gym and I've got this goal I can never eat sweets anymore and I'm just I don't drink anymore and you might not like drinking and that's so fun it's not about the drinking it's or have your lattes or whatever it is that you enjoy doing if you're gonna think oh I'm gonna cut that out forever it's just it's it's really sad and so hard to stick to even mentally a lot of this is comes down to being like a mental game and it's obviously motivation and discipline but on the other side of that it's your life and you need to be able to enjoy that so thinking about my website we will I'll definitely come back to that quote that I said like I don't believe in restriction diets and you can still have that and eat um but I would I would like to acknowledge that I think I've had to grow up quite a lot or change my perspective on things when I was a 21, 22, 23 year old, full-time personal trainer on the gym floor. I used to like lived in the gym. For me to get my workout in and eat well was now looking back at it, like so, so easy or like super straightforward. And I would have clients who would be lawyers or doctors or shift workers and coming in at completely different hours, people who don't have the ability to, work and live in the in a gym essentially and get their workout in whenever suits them and so for me then preaching like just get it done or get your workout in or like I know it's tough but you you just got to do it it's not that realistic and like now that I too work in, in an office job essentially it it doesn't fit in like a lot of the time fitting in these things or fitting in a workout doesn't work or it's just so tricky to do so it's definitely not this it's just easy to do you just need to do it kind of mentality but with the eating um and with diets and goals like I think you've spoken about this a lot and you're you're a scientist essentially so the it all comes down to a basic equation almost of like calories in versus calories out and I really don't want to oversimplify anything here or make it seem like it's just this anyone can do it because that's when the mental side of things comes into it and it definitely is very psychological but you are of course able as long as it's within that that formula or your calorie slight calorie deficit never I would really recommend against a huge or a big or even a medium-sized calorie deficit because at the end of the day if you are like I'm not going to eat all of these calories, it's going to get to the evening and you're starving. And that's when it's like, I've eaten a salad and I've eaten, and I've just had a black coffee for lunch and a salad for dinner, for breakfast and or the other way around. You're going to be starving. And like, how realistic is that for you to stick to? So I'd much rather, instead of eat healthy, eat healthy, eat healthy, big blowout cheat meal, burgers, pizza, this, and you've all the work that you've done to create your deficit is now gone boom like it's you've replaced it all instead of all that restriction during the week like where can you fit in 
your treat and you can or is it I'm gonna have a little bit more of a high protein meal here um with my veg and brown rice or whatever it is and then and I can still have a chocolate for dinner or a glass of wine with my dinner as long as it fits in that equation and if you start thinking about it more of an ongoing equation as well not just one day I didn't eat anything and I did loads of exercise so that means this it's it will gradually add up and add up and every day you're just slightly under that threshold you will you will continue to lose weight and you will be losing weight but you just need to be patient and not think of this as like this huge quick fix it's all going to be done soon I just need to restrict for this long it's going to make your fitness journey so much longer in the long term if you can just be patient think of yourself as a work in progress and spend time relishing how good it feels to feel strong and to feel better in your clothes and to feel empowered and to take up space in the gym and to feel confident all of those things will be happening and at the and are the best byproducts of working out and alongside that your body will be changing with your goals but just be patient with it I'm a big advocate of taking photos no one needs to see them but if you see yourself every day, you're not going to think that you're changing. But trust me, like you are just taking it like that little bit slower. Yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent. And, you know, food can be such a complex thing for each and every person. And that's why I love that you said that you have your formula, but it's not stock standard because I completely agree. You know, I do see a lot of content where, you know, people are just saying calorie deficit, calorie deficit. And, you know, we have to understand as women, like a lot of us have had I mean, not me necessarily, I can't preach for somebody else, but I know a lot of women have had very disordered eating or very complicated relationships yeah. with eating. And so I think that you're right, It's it's got to be per person. And I guess that's always the frustrating thing when, when you want a yes and no answer, you're like, how do I get the body of my dreams? How do I do this? Da-da. Like, you've got to do it what works for you and you've got to trial and error and, and kind of take your time with it and be, be patient, which is really, really yeah. nice to hear. And so... I guess I really want to end this with, you know, we're looking at gym girls, we're looking at beginner gym girls or, you know, intermediate gym girls, whoever they are. And it's where, where do people start? You know, where do they start when let's look at two different people. So you've got the beginner gym girl, she's, you know, very, very new. And then you've also got the intermediate who wants to up level her training. So maybe she wants to start doing the heavy barbell back squats or whatever. Like where do people start and where do they get that courage? Oh, it is so daunting to start and because it feels like there's this huge long road in front of you and you can see your goal, but the how to get there seems so far away. And it's almost like, well, why start? Or it just puts you off starting. Um, I would always say setting yourself like little intermediate goals, whatever that might be. It might be for the first one, just like hitting your workout twice a week not even, I wouldn't even want to say three times, like that might be too much still. Twice a week, showing up for yourself and hitting that for like the first month. In that, you're still making those small steps towards your big end goal, whatever that might be. But they're like, it's breaking down into a bite-sized chunk. For for your first new beginner gym girl, I, I would just say, just like, just start, like get out of your own head. You don't need all this fancy equipment and the fancy trainers and all these resistance bands and a meal plan and all this, like you 
you don't exercise and a lot of time moving your body can be completely free whether that's going out for a 20 minute or a 10 minute walk going onto a treadmill for a walk if you do have a gym membership even in your living room and I used to be bad at this thinking like oh if it's not in a gym it's not a workout home workouts can be fantastic and your home workouts they burn and you don't need equipment. And yes, maybe if we were talking about, oh, I I want my goal to be to squat a hundred kilos, maybe it's going to be tricky to do that with no equipment at home. Like you, yes. But if your goal is to just start and get into a routine and to build some muscle or maybe lose some weight, a little circuit of 10 squats, five push-ups, 20 jumping jacks, three times through, perfect. You yeah. don't need to overcomplicate this. You can pop on a YouTube workout, download the Shreddy app or who, whatever it is, go on YouTube, like whatever it is, there's so much content and resource out there. Almost, well, quite a lot of the time, overwhelmingly so. But on the on the good side is that just to start, just see what it's like to move your body. You don't know what it's like until you start. Have faith in yourself. You'll be so much stronger than you believe. And it is, and just know that it is going to be a little bit hard. It's still hard. I've been doing it for years. Like I still sometimes don't want to go to the gym or I'll go like, this is so heavy or this is such a hard exercise. It it always is, but you're always going to be improving on yourself as you go. It, it unfortunately never gets easier. So just get that out of your head. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And it, it all comes down to one foot in front of the other, whether you are the beginner gym girl or the intermediate one or the elite, whoever it is. Like we're all just out here trying our best, just trying to put one foot in front of the other. And knowing that, you know, the girl who's in the gym, barbell back squatting that 150 fucking kilo or whatever the fucking weight is, you think it's ridiculous. Like she started doing the shy girl dumbbell workout in the corner. Yes. And we she all had to start somewhere. 100%. Now we are going to wrap this ish up because <laughs> people are probably like, girl, I've been in my car. I've driven to work. <laughs> Like, come on now, my commute is not that long. But I wanted to say thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and your advice. It's been so, so helpful and so important. Um, where can we find you? How do we how do we get a hold of you? I am, I really need to up my posting game, but I'm mainly on Instagram at Liana underscore PT. Um, yeah, that is my main one. Obviously still trying to tick away at the TikToks, but again, content is on a low at the moment. But yeah, please, anyone, any questions do reach out. You can obviously always get in touch with the Shreddy Instagram as well. Um, We have a brilliant team working on that. But I just, yeah, I wanted to say thank you. It's been an absolute honor. It's my first podcast. And thank you for, yeah, taking the time to listen. As everyone listening can tell, I love the sound of my own voice and I rarely get to get it out. But thank you so much for your time and your brilliant questions. And I'm so excited to see your journey grow and your community grow as well so exciting thank you so much and those who are listening if you haven't done something for yourself today please go do it you deserve it you know you deserve it and we'll see you next week for another episode okay bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.